0: Hello, this is Marc Imbert speaking, chief editor of the European Respiratory Journal. In the March issue of the journal, Dr. Anne Stevenson and colleagues report a contemporary analysis of individuals with cystic fibrosis from the Canadian CF registry. This important report will be followed by others in the journal, showing that life expectancy in patients with CF is increasing. Today, it's my great pleasure to invite Dr. Stevenson from uh, St. Michael's Hospital Adult CF Program in Toronto to uh, discuss her results with us. Hello, uh, Dr. Stevenson. Thanks for your time and support to the ERJ.
1: My pleasure.
0: So uh, I'm going to to ask you a first question about uh, survival in Canadians with CF. Well, it's clear that... uh, Canadians with CF has dramatically increased over the last two decades. What are some factors that have contributed to improved survival?
1: I think that the factors that are contributing to improved survival are um, many. And um, it's hard, although the study didn't specifically look at the factors that have uh, increased survival over time, we can hypothesize that Perhaps good nutrition, uh, which was implemented in Canada in the 1970s, is now playing a role in the improved survival that we've seen, because people born in the 1970s would have been exposed to good nutrition since uh, their birth, and now these individuals are living in their 30s and 40s, and they're, they're living longer. So that would be one factor that I would imagine is playing a role. And in addition, certainly the um, multidisciplinary care that is provided to CF patients across the country and in other countries as well, um, and the new therapies that we've seen over the years are definitely playing a role um, in addition.
0: Thank you. So based on your study, uh, what factors do you feel could further Mm -hmm. increase survival in those living with CF today?
1: Our study found that uh, there was an increased risk of death in those individuals who were malnourished and who had multiple pulmonary exacerbations in a given year. And I think if we focus on some of these um, individuals, then that can further improve survival over time. So, um, for example, if we uh, uh, focused on aggressive nutritional support for those individuals who are still malnourished um, and also uh, looked at ways in preventing pulmonary exacerbations with our therapies that we have available to us, for example, mucolytic treatments or azithromycin therapy um, in people who grow pseudomonas, those have been shown to reduce exacerbations and ultimately, hopefully, will improve survival over time. And finally, I think that um, the more experience that one gets with um, therapies such as lung transplantation, that will also improve survival in the future because there aren't many therapies actually that will impact survival almost immediately with the exception of lung transplantation of course some of the newer therapies that we're seeing available today like the cftr modulator therapies it's my hope that that ultimately will improve survival in the future but i think we won't see the effects of that on survival for some time
0: okay thanks again so the broad picture is is very nice and uh one must really state that uh, CF survival is improving quite nicely right now, but there are still people with CF dying at a young age. Can you comment on this?
1: Absolutely. And I think that, as you said, that the message is very positive, and I think the CF community um, should... Uh, be very happy to hear that people born today can expect to live a full and long life. But when we look at the at the data, we see that of the individuals who have actually died in a given year, the median um, age at death is still quite young. And in 2012 in Canada, it was 32 years of age. And what this means is that 50% of individuals who died in 2012 died before the age of 32, which clearly is a very young um, age. And it's further evidence to say that we need to continue our research in CF and find ways to ensure that people living with this disease don't have their lives cut uh, short and die at a young age.
0: Yes, but. Now, CF patients are living really longer, and they are experiencing complications that were previously uh, not recognized. Uh, What are the implications of increased survival on the CF population?
1: That's a very interesting question, because as you say, when people are living into adulthood, um, there are certain complications that weren't recognized when people died in childhood. And examples of this are things like CF-related diabetes, um, or depression, or bone disease, or the impact of having um, pulmonary exacerbations and requiring hospitalization, the impact that that has on one's employment, or their schooling. And I think that we have to recognize that individuals with CF are a changing demographic of, of patients, and that they are Um, uh, experiencing complications that we need to address in the future and we need to support them in order to deal with some of these additional complications that they um, previously weren't uh, recognized.
0: Yeah. So do you think that the survival will continue to rise in the coming years?
1: I, I certainly hope so and I think we're in a very good place in terms of making a significant impact on the progression of CF disease with the new therapies um, that allow patients to complete their therapies um, more quickly, for example, and that subsequently will improve compliance of their therapies. And as well, as I mentioned, the availability of some of the CFTR protein modulator therapies that are in existence now and hopefully more will be coming in the future that actually correct the underlying problem in cystic fibrosis, I think ultimately will have a huge impact on survival in, in the coming decades.
0: Yeah, that's quite uh, promising. Thank you. So, final question about your country. So, median survival age in Canada is quite high compared to other countries. Uh, can you comment on why that might be?
1: I think that uh, at face value, it appears that um the median survival in Canada is a bit higher than some other countries. Although it's difficult to directly compare the statistics that are published from national registries in their reports. Um, Some of the differences may be the statistical methodology that's used to calculate the median survival or perhaps the differences in the patient population who are captured within these registries. And so although um, certainly the Canadian survival is uh, quite high um, in CF, I think we need to really um, systematically evaluate whether or not these are true differences between countries by getting the raw data from these different registries and analyzing it in exactly the same way so that we can compare apples to apples and really quantify the differences accurately between between countries. Only then can we say that the um, median survival differs between two countries. And if we do show that, then that's important to ask the question, why is that the case? Are the treatment options different? Is the access to care different? Is the access to transplant different? And and those um, studies still need to be done.
0: Well, thank you. That's quite exciting and uh, a very, very promising program again. Well, Anne, thank you very much for this discussion and congratulations for your excellent results.
1: Thank you very much for inviting me to speak today.
0: Thank you. So we look forward to read more on the improved outcomes in CF patients in the ERJ soon. This was Marc Kimber, chief editor of the European Respiratory Journal, discussing improved survival in CF patients with Dr. Anne Stevenson from the adult CF program, St. Michael's Hospital, University of Toronto, Canada. Thank you again.